Hi, this is Christina Dam, and this is Liberate the Podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and liberate your consciousness. Hi there, welcome to another episode of Liberate the Podcast. Today we're deep diving into that subject that many people don't really talk too much about, sex. But it's a subject that everybody is interested in. And we're not just about like sex, it's sexuality. And we have a wonderful, amazing spiritual psychology coach as well as sexuality and relationship coaching, Kat Tremarco. And she is here and she's going to be doing workshops with us hopefully quite frequently but for right now we have one scheduled in just like a month or so and you know so I'm excited I'm excited to see where this conversation goes I'm so welcome excited. thank you thank you for having me it's a pleasure to be here all right so let's uh I want to hear a little bit about you okay because yeah. I mean you have kind of like those two aspects of yourself you know from the spiritual psychology aspect to you know the intimacy and sexuality and relationship mm -hmm. coaching and you kind of say that you can kind of go Go both ways as far as the depth of what conversations can go into. So I want to just learn a little bit about you and then we'll take it from there. Yeah, I actually feel like as you're asking that, as you're saying that, like I want to talk about combining the two because to me, sex is one of the most spiritual acts that we can experience with another human being. It's like mm -hmm. the, the place that our own soul and our own spirit merges with our own body in the physical world reality, but then it's also the space where we are merging and experiencing somebody else in this depth and layer that we don't experience people on in a day-to-day -day interaction, you know? Yeah. And, and it was so crazy to, I would love to just share a bit of my, my story and my yeah. journey in my own sexuality and what led me into, into doing this work professionally. And that was, that's that, what we want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, so it's crazy to me that the two were ever separated and it's crazy to me that, um, we weren't ever really taught about sex and, and myself, I mean, I grew up what, what I learned in school was not helpful. Um, and what little you learned in school. I mean, most people little. like they do like a hour to like little quick sex ed class and yeah. it's more laughed upon than it is actually embraced or educated, you know? Like. Yeah. Well, and this is the crazy thing is it's like, we don't learn, we learn in sex ed in school about, we learn about health. We learn about our anatomy. Um, but that's it. We don't learn about pleasure. We don't learn about desire. We don't learn about the act of sex itself. Or about connection, or and, and, connection. It, and what that means. Because as you just said, when you started uh, speaking was that that connection or that that interaction is something that you don't experience in the normal everyday day to day with yeah. the outside world. And yeah. so you're experiencing something deeper, something more profound, something more connected. Yeah, at least I believe that that's available to us. Mm -hmm. And I, I do believe that the way most of us grow up in a porn culture that piece of sex isn't emphasized. We see sex as only a physical, a physical act of going through these motions and reaching orgasm, and there's so much more depth available. But the most frustrating part for me was is that there was no education around this. I didn't learn anything about it. Sex is so taboo to talk about, mm -hmm. but then yet we get into partnership, we get into relationship, we enter the bedroom, 
and we're now suddenly supposed to know like oh now I'm supposed to know my own body now I'm supposed to have an intimate connection with my pleasure with my desire yeah. with my arousal with my orgasm uh, like and be able to communicate that to another human being but yet I've been told from multiple sources that this is bad, this is taboo, this is wrong. You don't talk about sex, you don't masturbate, you don't talk about mm -hmm. masturbating, you don't, like, genitals are bad. And then, so we can't have that programming, we can't have that mental programming, that emotional programming, and that shame stored in our in our own psyche and in our own body, and then enter into the sexual experience yeah. free. Yeah. And be able to enjoy like, and uh -huh. access those deeper states of, like, of orgasmic pleasure in those deeper states of intimacy and connection. So for me, like that was the big discrepancy. It was like there's this big discrepancy between what I'd been taught, what we grow, and it's not just me. I mean, this, my story is is universal. I believe yeah. for a lot of people. Um, but then desiring that deep connection in the bedroom and and knowing intuitively that there was something so much more available and possible, but not. Um, not knowing how to access it, not knowing how to use my words to mm -hmm. speak like what I want, how I want to be touched. Um, and and that was crazy. So that's what sent me down this path of mm. I want to know myself. I want to understand my my sexuality. I want to understand my desires. And there was another piece in, in it that I couldn't orgasm with partners. Okay. And I could orgasm by myself. I could self-pleasure and in like three minutes have an orgasm. But for my, for like 10 years, I couldn't orgasm with a partner. Hmm. And so I'm like, what's going on here? I know it's not something with my body because my yeah, body is telling otherwise me. Otherwise you wouldn't be able to by yourself if you, you know, like. Exactly. So, so you're like, I can, I just don't understand what this block is. Yeah. I'm like, my body's capable of it, but there's some sort, there's some block. Exactly. Yeah. Like you said, there's some block um, that when I'm with a partner, I can't, I can't go there. And, and um, it sent me down a place of deep exploration of, of learning my body in a deeper way of connecting with my own genitals in a deeper and intimate way and really peeling back like the conditioning and the emotional layers of shame and guilt that I didn't even know were there that was the crazy thing if someone mm -hmm. had a said do you have shame around sex I would have been like absolutely not like I don't that word doesn't even register as something in my yeah. in my mind but it's such a collective shame Right? It's just and, you there. Know, like, we don't even know it's in us. Yeah, because yeah. It, it, it would be perceived as normal, so then you wouldn't perceive yeah. it as an abnormal thing of saying, oh, I have an issue or I have shame yes. because it's so universal. Exactly. Exactly. You hit, you hit the But universal the doesn't mean that there isn't an issue. Yeah. It, and it's crazy I that mean, we had that to, we, is as, the as a country. I mean, I know you're from Canada, but as a country in America, we had to do a free the nipple campaign, you know, yeah. and like, and it's it's you know the that whole you know experience of Janet Jackson, like you know a nipple showing, and then yeah. all the uproar, you know, yeah. like it's it's like that's the type of culture we are collectively in. Yeah, yeah. And that gets imprinted in of us course. without us even knowing it. And then it shows up in these funky ways in in relationship or even in our relationship with our own with our own sexuality and our own pleasure. Um, and so another like kind of issue that I was having when I started on this work was when I was with partners, they would ask me, like, how do you want to be touched? What do you want? What do you desire? Mm -hmm. And I felt like someone had their hands around my throat, like not in a kinky, pleasurable way, but in a way like I... I don't have words like 
how do I speak these words that I don't even know how to articulate how I want to be touched. And so that's just like, man, it was like years of my own peeling away and, and re connecting with, with what I believe is, is our truth, like pleasure and sexuality is, is our truth. Like it's how we came to be on this planet. It's how we came to be in bodies and that's beautiful. And as I reconnected with that and started exploring my body deeply, reaching like deep states of, of orgasmic pleasure and healing and dismantling the conditioning. Now, was this like a, a self journey or were there any like books or classes or things oh that God, you so explored? Many. You <laughs> so know? many. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I want to share a story actually. Cause, cause at first I was like, I'm so, I'm so motivated that I'm like, I'm figuring this out. Right. Like I'm like, I'm going to find the books. I'm going to find the courses, but I felt like I was like doing something very like taboo, even in that, like even in exploring my sex. Right. So I'd be on Amazon, like type, like trying to find books and I would order like them in your phone. <laughs> I would, but this is like the books would show up at my house and I lived by myself and I would, I would hide them covered down in my nightstand and I lived by myself and I was like, this is crazy. Like this is interesting. And I would be aware of it as I was doing it. Like, I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Like I'm so embarrassed that in the nightstand covered down when nobody else and I lived by myself. Cause it was like, that's how deep the shame was. And I didn't even know it was, I didn't even know it was shame. I was just like, Oh, we just don't talk about this. Like I don't, I didn't want anyone to cover down. I didn't want anyone to know that I didn't know myself sexually. And then I started speaking about it. Like I started, I started talking to like my women friends about it. And, and I realized that I wasn't the only one that a was like having difficulty with my orgasms or having any of these difficulties in relationship with sexual communication. Mm -hmm. And as I started to talk, actually I was a hairstylist at the time. So I would talk to a lot of clients and we had like a deep relationship. And the more I talked to people and talked to women specifically about this, um, I was like, I'm not the only one who was, was kind of having these issues or having these challenges. I think there's a lot of people going through this and it's either, like you said, it's just, Oh, this is normal. This is how it is. This is just how it is. Um, or they were struggling and suffering inside like I was and just not knowing where to go to find the answers, not even knowing where to start or who to go to. That's why I stopped you. And I was like, well, what kind of, you know, did you take classes or read books? Because, you know, like mm -hmm. people are listening what does that mean? Where do I start? Because you clearly went through that exploration to the point where now you teach and guide others, right? You know, so that's not even going through it. That's getting to a level of mastery so that you can be the teacher. So it was a mixture of both for me. It was like my own self-exploration and intuitively like just even like getting in touch with my physical body, not mm-hmm. being dissociated. Um, and I, yeah, a ton of books. I started finding like courses and programs online. Um, I even flew to Thailand and studied there. On, oh, like, really? Yeah, what did you study there? I studied Tantra oh. for, for um, at a school there. And so I, I studied a bunch of different modalities and like literally I'm kind of an all or nothing person. So I was like, I'm all in with this and, mm-hmm. and reading books, studying different modalities, 
but I, I truthfully didn't find like one thing that worked for me. It was yeah. like I kind of pulled from like, oh, this from this workshop works, this from this course works, this from this modality works. And that's kind of how I created the work I do now. And I approach sex holistically where I work with, with my clients now. I kind of grouped it into working on the four pillars of okay. who we are as beings. So we're physical beings, we're mental, we have a mental body, we have an emotional body and a spiritual body. So I work on all four of those pillars because that was uh, one of the big missing pieces that I was finding in a lot of books I was reading and modalities I was studying is that I'm like, okay, well, this is the confusing part because my body's orgasming, Mm -hmm. but I'm I'm having blocks with partners. So I knew, like we talked about, that it was more than physical. Yeah. And so I really like, yeah, I I played with all these different... um, like pillars, so to speak, and yeah. and I really approach it now from from that holistic standpoint. Well, you know, it needs to be a a, a table, right? You know, so if a mm-hmm. table has four legs, if you just you know really work on building two or three of the legs, it might even look like it stands, mm-hmm. but it can topple. But don't over. put your cup on it, or yeah. it'll... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I think a lot of people miss that when they're working on themselves in different totally. areas and all areas is that you have to look at yourself as a holistic being yeah and in that you know you can't just overly get it mentally or overly get it physically or overly get it you know emotionally or just dive into the spirit you have to kind of have that balance otherwise it's not going to be a solid foundation yeah yeah exactly exactly okay so you you started you know Diving into these classes, so t- taking tantra classes was one of them. Yeah, buying books on Amazon was another one. Yeah, and hiding them, yeah. hiding them face down <laughs> so that nobody would see that nobody was even over to see. Yeah, and then what other things did you did you do? I did some like physical practices. I started working with yoni eggs. Okay, um, which I'm sure yeah. here at Liberty yeah. Hollywood we, you sell we, so many yeah. crystals and deep body eggs. yoni eggs. Yeah, so I started working with yoni eggs. Um, the the class and course that I came across that changed my life the most Mm -hmm. was the core erotic blueprints okay and that if like if anyone who's watching has heard of the five love languages by Uh Gary Chapman it I I would compare it to that but as it pertains to us sexually so each of us we have a unique wiring in how our physical body is wired to receive Mm -hmm. sexual pleasure and how our psyche it plays into that and this body of work was created by a woman named Jaya and when I came across her and this framework was like the needle mover for me like I said it'd been kind of like oh I'd take pieces of this pieces of that but this one where I was like wow this really like makes sense this is really really tangible in understanding oh, this is the kind of touch I like to be aroused or even like, um, and this is a piece not a lot of like sex therapists and sex coaches talk about. It's like, what do you need to feel emotionally safe in a sexual experience? Yeah. What do you need to create connection, like a heart connection before being vulnerable and naked and physically? Yeah. And so many people, if they can't get that emotional, they won't ever get the physical. And so sometimes there's this layered steps and, you know, sometimes it's the physical step needs to come before the emotional step, but we're all wired differently. We're all wired differently. And it's like, there's not a right, wrong, good or bad. And the, this framework for me and now for so many of my clients that I work with, it gave, it, it gives you like an, uh, 
clear, tangible understanding of how you are in mm. those ways and of what you need and specifically how to communicate that, yeah. how to communicate that. And so for me, when I came across that body of work and so many of my, I think every one of my clients that I've worked with has said this, oh my God, I'm not broken. Like I'm not sexually broken. I thought I was sexually broken Aww. because I don't like, I don't fuck like I see women fucking in porn. And yeah. it's like, it, yeah, it gives, it, we map out and it gives this framework um, to understand self and mm-hmm. often to understand your partner as well. And then we create a bridge to be able to communicate needs, desires, wants. And then as we do that, then we can really expand into expansion of expression and play in all the different realms. And so much becomes possible sexually. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, is this, so when you, when you say that you work on this and you work on creating a bridge, do you, mm-hmm. do you work most of the time one-on-one in couple situations and groups? Like, I mean, where do you find that your work is most effective? I work, when I'm working with someone what, in private coaching, I usually work with women mm-hmm. or couples together. Okay. Um, but I think because I speak from a woman's perspective a lot, mm-hmm. like I speak from like a heterosexual woman's perspective that I tend to attract a lot of women clients who have dealt with similar challenges that I've dealt with. Mm-hmm. Um, I do work with couples, but a lot of the time I can work with just one cup, like one person from a partnership and it shifts the whole relationship. Yeah. Um, so it kind of will depend on on the relationship of people coming to me like sometimes both partners are receptive sometimes just one partner is seeking the the understanding or seeking the depth and the other one's really resistant to it so it kind of it kind of depends on what I'm working with um ideally it's beautiful when both people come and they want to learn together but truthfully I work with a lot of single women too that's what I was just gonna say I was like does it have to be in a couple because I feel like when you started your exploration it's I assume by saying that you lived by yourself and you were hiding your books upside down that you were single years so so I was on that exploration for years as a single person because I was like I want to know myself so that when I'm now then in the bedroom with someone else I can I can have the foundation where it matters yeah, because as you were just saying, if one person changes, even if there is a couple, it's going to change both. And so if you change yeah. your vibration, your energy, even who you're attracting as partners yeah. is going to be able to meet you on that spiritual, emotional and physical level. Exactly. Right? You know, exactly. And so it's. Yeah, just working on yourself by yourself, yeah. you know? So what about when you do the, like, these classes? Because, yeah. I mean, we're having you come here to understand and discover, you know, your sexual wiring. I think that's the name of the class yeah. that you're doing. And, you know, so in that kind of setting, is that something, okay, all singles are welcome, are couples welcome? And what can somebody expect from, like, that type of workshop? Such a good question. I'm so excited about the workshop because it, it's one of my favorite because I love being in the real flesh and Uh and teaching and getting to help people with this. So it's open to couples, singles, all sexual orientations. You can come even, it's like if you're in partnership, but your partner can't come or doesn't want to come, you can come by yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Come as a couple. If you are in a couple, if you're in a partnership 
and your partner's on board with it, I would recommend them coming. Um, but you can come as a single, you can come as a man, a woman, any gender that you identify with, any sexual orientation. It's really what I'm gonna be teaching is these blueprints. So we'll be mapping out how the body is wired and specifically like the participants will learn how their bodies are wired. Um, to know themselves and this is a cool thing is whether you're in partnership or not um, if you're single you could you'll be learning all the blueprints you can start to even go into dating situations or go into a new sexual experience like having this toolkit of yeah. of communication and of knowing yourself yeah and it's it, like it's like when people read the five love languages and they go on dates and stuff like that they can pick out how somebody's talking and totally. different things like that and it yeah. almost like pre-screen somebody <laughs> yeah yeah and it I, like when i'm coaching my single my single clients a lot of the time i'll be like use it as an icebreaker too, yeah. right? Because this is the other crazy thing is like for single and dating, um, again, it's like, oh, we're not really supposed to talk about sex, you know, but then once but the yeah, door closes the and there's consent, it's like, at what point in the dating game do you start talking about it? Like at what stage? And that's something I get asked a lot too. Like, well, what stage do I talk about it or bring it up and so I find like that taking this the the workshop is a great icebreaker even for that because it can be light it can be fun it can yeah. be hey I discovered these there's these different blueprints there's these different wirings I'm wired like this like this is so cool and it can be like kind of a um, a soft like an op opening the door without it being too heavy or too um, too serious or without it feeling like too pressured gotcha. to the person you're talking to um, but it, yeah so in the workshop we're going to map out all the five blueprints oh, I was just going to ask you how many blueprints are there so yeah there's, there's five. five there's five so we're gonna we're gonna map map it out I'm actually doing a live demo too okay. um, which is really really exciting because this is the thing is again there can sometimes be a discrepancy between what we learn in our mind and what's in our body because our mind has so much conditioning right yeah especially around sex and desires that sometimes our mind will even block out certain things that we desire sexually because it's like oh that's bad that's wrong I shouldn't want that and you don't even know that you're thinking that it's bad and you were wrong and you exactly. and it's just something that you don't even allow yourself to think exactly like I'm just gonna like that's in a closet over there and not even I don't know what's there and mm -hmm. it's just gonna stay there and it's like that could be the doorway to your deepest orgasm and your most amazing sexual connection um so that's why i do the demo and so the participants of the workshop won't be doing any hands-on work but i'm going to be demoing it on a demo model so that they can see how to go home and do this oh. like how to go home and play with these different forms of touch either on their own body or on their partner's body um so i get really really excited about that piece to it because that's a really uh special component to this well, workshop yeah, well they get a c and, and and get it and understand it on like yeah. a deeper level you yeah. know it's one thing to hear theories or to read it in a book but when you can see things demonstrated yeah it, that's where transformation really yeah. happens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So keep going, keep going. So yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. like you gotta come. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna be so, so exciting. So you learn these five different blueprints. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then you know where do what are people where do people go with that after? So once you learn the blueprints, there's then learning to communicate. Okay. And I touch on that 
in in the workshop too. We don't go as in depth to that. I go in, that's another workshop. Totally, it's like we almost need like different tiers um, of workshops. But where they go with that is then taking what they've learned home and now having learned like, okay, this is my blueprint. This is how my body is wired and starting to play with the different forms of touch, either with on them on themselves or with a partner. Um, and, and from there starting to voice, starting to communicate, starting to have conversations, Mm-hmm. Um, with either, again, if you're single and you're going on dates or in the future, or if you're in partnership to start to have conversations. And what I've, the feedback I've had from this workshop in the past, I've taught it quite a few times, is that people have healing, like just being there, just yeah. being that they're like, I just having you, and I'm sure maybe some people feel like this hearing even our conversation mm-hmm. is a lot of people will say just you talking so openly about sex and not making it a, this big deal, it, it just feels so free. It feels so light. I feel like I just shed years of like weight yeah. just being in the room and hearing you. Yeah. And that's always really beautiful for me to hear and to know that people experience that because that's what we need. There, there needs to be a space that like, it's okay to learn about this. It's okay to talk about it. Not even is it okay. It's beautiful. It's celebrated. It's exciting. Yeah. And that's the energy that I like talking about vibration and yeah. like, and being in vibrational match. It's like, that's the energy I hold. And that's the energy that I emit when I'm working with someone in it and it transfers and they start to get comfortable. And then that helps the communication in the bedroom because then you're in this whole new vibration around sex. You're in this whole new elevated frequency in, okay, this is safe. This is okay. In Uh, this whole new elevated frequency of self-acceptance, right? You know, and, and that confidence or that trust that it's okay to be you, right? And that I, I would imagine that a lot of couples have tremendous amount of healing g- mm-hmm. doing this work, even if one person's going to it. Because mm-hmm. I, I see that some sometimes a lot of that disconnect in connection creates disharmony in the relationship that creates further disharmony. And before you know it, people feel like they're so disconnected from themselves that they're on their way to... Uh, a terrible breakup or divorce or yeah. separation or something like that. But if they could just connect and re-establish what it is for them, mm-hmm. you know. And that was my story too. Is I'd had uh, multiple relationships back to back that there were sexual challenges in or sexual miscommunication in. And what I learned is that sex can either be the place where we deepen intimacy mm-hmm. in a relationship and we deepen heart connection or it can be the place that like a wedge is driven in between the relationship and now that I know what I know now and I I look back and I'm like oh if we just had these tools yeah um I also believe that there's a divine like that everything's meant to be and I wouldn't even be doing this work if it wasn't for that but I look back and I'm like wow if I like if I had known this existed or these programs or these workshops, the relationships could have been really beautiful relationships, but I didn't have the tools. I didn't yeah. have the understanding. So I get what you're saying. You're not like regretting and saying that if only you could turn back time. Yeah. You're understanding that everything has its course, but you also understand how if you did replay a course, you yeah. know, that it would 
create a completely different outcome. Yeah. And I guess it's more to my, my mission to help people who are feeling stuck and to be like, hey, here, like, this is totally solvable. There's a, there's a <laughs> yeah. solution here. Yeah, and, and, and at least there's that effort of understanding for the solution. And then at that point, then they know they tried and they connected it and they, they, or they attempted to have that connection. And maybe even in that, if their blueprint is so different than somebody else's blueprint, you know, yeah. maybe they, they go their separate way anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting you say that because I also want to dismantle the sexual incompatibility because okay. once we have this, like, obviously there's other components in the relationship. Yeah. So like maybe if other pieces aren't in alignment, then it is like the best thing to separate and move on and move forward. But with these blueprints and with this understanding, there can be kind of this illusion that, oh, do I have to be with someone who's wired the same way as me? And my experience has been like, I'm single right now, but I've been with partners who are wired very much the same as me. And I've been with partners who are wired completely different from me. And both have been amazing, beautiful, mind-blowing experiences. Gotcha. Um, and I really think it's our own willingness to step into new territory or to explore new territory. And that can be really beautiful, especially if you're, you're already in partnership. Yeah. Cause then it's like, Oh, I get, I get chills in my body. Cause then it's like an act of love towards your partner mm-hmm. of like, I want to learn you. I want to understand you. I want to know how to feed you sexually. I want to know yeah. how to open those, those doors where you might have desires locked away and be the one to explore those with you and then it becomes instead of like conflict or a wedge being driven in it can become this world of like deep 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 connection and elevation and expansion um and like I've been with partners who are wired very much the same as me and there's that is beautiful too because we kind of speak each other's language and can dance and can know it and it depends where you're at and I'm sure that there's out of the blueprints, just like in zodiac signs, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there's. It doesn't mean that anybody in the zodiac can't date anybody in the zodiac, yeah. right? But there, there might be ones that just find an easier, harmonious alignment and understanding that's natural versus, you know, and maybe you don't want somebody that's the same exact blueprint, but maybe totally. there's a similar or a, um, a compatibility, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know. You know, I'm just yeah. like I'm just thinking. But I mean, yeah, it's an, it's nice to know that. Once you understand, you can choose to meet somebody where they're at. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And one other thing that uh, I can't remember what you said a few minutes ago, but it made me, it, it triggered this in me of, of um, I always say that how we do sex is how we do life. Oh, I think it was when you were saying that um, that issue or wedge in the relationship can filter out in into oh, yeah. the whole relationship. And I want to say, not only does it filter out into a relationship, is like, I always say how we do sex is how we do life. Yeah. So our sexual desires are representative of our desires in life. And when we're cut off and repressed from our pleasure and our desires and who our authentic, our authentic sexual expression most people who are living in that place are also living in some way in their life also not living their fullest expression not really honoring like that deep soul calling and expression and I mean that was my journey as well as it's like once I unleashed this I was like I can't live any area of my life out of alignment like when you let the most vulnerable desires out it's like 
all you want to start living all of your life in desire and in pleasure and truly honoring like who you are so yeah, I, and I hear that the honoring who you are even yeah. more than anything else I'm I'm hearing in that from mm-hmm. me being a therapist too but it's it's that if there's that full utter acceptance of the deepest most quote-unquote shamed area of yourself mm-hmm. that's hidden then you can learn to accept every area of yourself right yeah. and then that freedom allows you to say wow Maybe I want to actually do this with my life or maybe I want to go and do that or mm-hmm. you know what maybe I don't even like these types of clothes or this type of this or mm-hmm. that because you don't realize how everything is this mm-hmm. thread. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you pull that thread and you're like, "Man, your favorite color could freaking change." Yeah. Because you could have been just living a perception. Yes. Yes. Oh, and an exercise that I've been asked this on like podcast interviews before, like, where would you tell women to start with like, and this is for men too. It's not just, not just women. Again, I just speak uh, because I do work with a lot of women, but um, like, where would you tell women to start? And I I say, start by the next time you go out for dinner or you go to the grocery store, ask yourself and ask your body, what do I really desire? Hmm. Because even with food, food we get so much like garbage mentality placed on us they're like this is right this is wrong eat this don't eat this eat eat only vegetables eat only like paleo eat only and it's like yeah and and even in that like these vegetables are bad and these ones are good or these fruits and like it it changes every year you know oh my god it's always different what was good this month is bad next month watermelon's horrible watermelon's the best thing yeah Yeah. celery will make you live forever (laughs) yeah yeah like (laughs) celery will be out next year (laughs) so it's like it's the same thing and so i so i tell people like start there because a lot of um I mean, for, for people like us, we're kind of in this work, we're in this world, we're living more authentic versions of ourselves. But for a lot of people who feel very far removed for that, it can be that simple of a place to start of like, mm-hmm. if I'm looking at this menu and I'm like taking all judgments or all, all mental chatter away from what I should be eating, mm-hmm. what I should pick, what's the healthiest, what, just take all that away and like tune into your body because our bodies have immense wisdom and go like, what do I want? Like, what is the first thing that like catches my attention, that catches my eye? So for anyone watching and listening, I want to give that as like, if you're wondering like, how do I even start to tap into what I desire? Start with that because our desires are not limited to sex. But I truly believe that that desire is the seed of life. Like it it is our guiding force. It is what is leading us to our higher calling towards our greatest expression to, to all of it. And yet we live in a culture that has made a lot, pretty much everything to do with desire, bad, wrong, sex, money, food, all the things that we naturally as humans want. And, and I always say this to people is like, well, if you're living this and you're choosing that, like if, let's say if you're going to a restaurant, it doesn't matter whether you eat that dish or that dish, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and to the to the cook, to the chef or to the waitress or the waiter or whatever, it doesn't matter which dish you're ordering, mm-hmm. right? So order what you want in that kind of analogy. But in life, you know, you can be spending your 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 career doing this or doing that. You have a choice. Yeah. You know, where you're living, what you're doing, how you're spending your freedom and your free time, you know, like all of those things. I mean, 
at the end of the day, this is our experience, yeah. right? And so we should be guided or allow ourselves to pursue our own happiness. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's even written on every freaking bill. Life, mm -hmm. liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You know, like, but... But most people truthfully don't know how to start activating that and embodying that. And I'm like, oh my God, this is a whole other conversation. We could have like yeah. a three hour show about that, about like, well, truthfully, we're the quantum creators. We can be, do, have whatever we want. We can create whatever reality And, 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 and people get we that desire. To, to some extent, like the food. Yeah. Like, you know, people could have like a, you know, just going on your food analogy, people can have a craving for a certain type of cuisine or, you know, whatever, and they can go and eat at that type of restaurant. They can pick mm -hmm. that dish that they want. They can, They have no problem knowing that they can manifest that. Mm -hmm. But then when you take it to, if you can do that, you can do anything, mm -hmm. right? But mm -hmm. why limit yourself? Why suffer? Why be out of that alignment of joy, bliss, happiness, expansive creation of you? Mm -hmm. You know, like, mm -hmm. what does that serve you playing small? Or yeah. what does that serve you limiting your truth? I think right. a lot of people are stuck in that and they don't even know it. Like, um, I mean, I abused drugs and alcohol for 10 years and I was, I didn't realize, I didn't know what was available to me. It was like, I was just looking around at life and going, is this it? Like, this is what this existence <laughs> is. This is what I'm here for. If this is it, I don't really want to be here. Like, this yeah. doesn't feel good to me. I, this feels like not what I came to the planet for. Yeah. And um, so I, I have immense compassion for, for people and I lost someone dear to me to dr a drug overdose. Mm. And I think when, when people don't know how to even access that or where to even start and, and we get stuck in our own frameworks of reality and we can't even see that, that, that that's an option. And so, I mean, that's a whole other piece of work that I do with, with helping people dismantle these, these emotional and mental constructs and create freedom in, in all areas of life. Because I really, truly, whether you're spiritual or not, like we were born as the creators. We were born as these divine, mm -hmm. infinite, free beings. And we, I, we are here to open a new paradigm of of earth, of reality. And so I often, I believe that people who are suffering or are stuck or feel powerless and feel helpless are, are the most powerful people in that if they can learn how to turn that around, um, that, that's where the power is. And that suffering comes from being stuck in an old paradigm of reality that no longer serves us. Yeah. But the awakening happens within, the awakening happens in our mind and our emotions spiritually, and then we actualize it externally. And this is the way of the new world. It's the way the world is moving, the direction yeah. we're moving in. But there's a lot of, it's almost like within that, the subconscious shadows are bubbling to the surface. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we see that portrayed politically we see that portrayed in all these areas but it's like um those if you're stuck in sadness depression anxiety fear doubt um there is another reality uh, available um yeah. but get mentorship get help because it's hard to know i i mean i spent a lot of time there i'm free mm -hmm. now but it took a deep inner work to create this being mm -hmm. that i am now yeah, and it, but in that, that's, you know, I think that it notes saying again that mm -hmm. the people that are in those dark times or those dark moments or those depth areas, mm -hmm. you know, when they do get out 
they mm. become some of the most powerful beings. Yes. Because of that overcoming. I mean, you can even take it like a, on that like metaphor of like how, I don't know, like, it's like fitness, okay? So if somebody's really healthy and active and fit all the time, you know, and they already, already exercise, if they run a marathon, it might do something to them, but it yeah. might not do much. Yeah. But if somebody, they haven't ever accomplished that type of physical challenge before and they cross that finish line, it's not about the marathon. It's about what that shifts in their brain that they're able to, like, anything is possible mm -hmm. after that moment, right? Yeah. And it's like, and I, I know that that's like a, a, like a simple version of it, but to understand that on that, on that level, it's like if you can pull yourself out of the well, you realize that you're more powerful than you can ever imagine. Yeah. And that power is going to be unshakable, yeah. right? And that is going to make you realize that if you can do that, you can create a mountain now. You can paint the sky green if you want it, you yeah. know? Well, and the depth of suffering is the potential for greatness because no human could experience suffering if they weren't actually blocking their own greatness. Um, but though that's what has to be deconstructed and let free. And yeah. I mean, that was for myself, like I suffered a ton growing up because I was like this soul that wanted to just like be free and and be who I really am, which doesn't fit this construct of reality that I was born into. And it's like, so when we free that, it, I mean, yeah, the potential for greatness is, is infinite. Um, so for anyone who is listening, if you're suffering, if it's, if you're sad, if you're grieving, if you're anxious, you're fearful, you're doubtful, whatever it is, like, the, exactly what you're feeling in this moment that has the potential for the complete opposite yeah. when you when you self-actualize of course yeah the duality and that polarization yeah ah so yeah. good and that's why it's so important for people to connect with their self to connect with mm -hmm. their desires to connect with understanding yeah you know what i'm hearing most is this deep deep understanding of yourself yeah. From your physical desires, to your emotions, to your spirit, all of it. And that you're taking that all in and you're realizing this is who I am. This is what I want. And it's okay to ask and express what I am mm -hmm. and what I want. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. I, you know, I know that we're kind of wrapping up for today, but yeah. where can people find you? Yeah. Come find me on the Instagrams. That's like the best place to find me, which is at K-A-T underscore T-R-I. M-A-R-C-O. And then my website is www.cattrimarco.com, which is K-A-T-T-R-I-M-A-R-C-O.com and Facebook, Cat Trimarco. That's funny well. that you say www. <laughs> is that not a normal thing? <laughs> no, nobody says that anymore. Am I being <laughs> Canadian? Maybe <laughs> you're being Canadian. But we'll, we'll put those as... as H-T-T-P or colon slash slash dot. But we'll put all of those... In the footnotes here, too, so that people can just click through to find you. Yeah. And of course, you know, uh, if you're seeing this before August 18th, on August 18th from 1.30 to 4.30 is discovering your, uh, you know, sexual wiring uh, class here at Liberate Hollywood. Mm -hmm. um, maybe we, um, I don't know, maybe we can even have it filmed and stuff, too. We'll talk about that later. But I'm sure there'll be more classes after that. So always check in, check in on our calendars 
follow Cad around and see where else she's teaching classes and doing some work and one-on-ones. What would you like to leave everybody with? If you're in LA or you want to fly out here, come spend three hours with me (laughs) at this beautiful sanctuary, Liberate Hollywood. That's what I have to say. Come come actually experience the transformation. It's so easy to like sit at home and hear things, right? And like hear a cool podcast and be like, yeah, and really resonate with something. But like, come physically move your body and, and get here and be in that energy of transformation. And, um, that's where magic happens. So anyone who's, who's hearing this and is inspired and like, wow, I resonate so much, or even kind of maybe experiencing some fear around it. Um, come, come play, come hang out. It's, uh, I want everyone to know too, that I, it's, of greatest importance to me to create a space of high integrity around mm-hmm. sexual education and around exploring this this area of our lives mm-hmm. and that you feel safe, um, that you feel safe in your own body, that you feel safe in the space, that you feel safe to learn. And so if you're on the fence or you're experiencing a little bit of fear, even a little bit of mm-hmm. resistance, um, I encourage you to lean into that and just know that you're going to be held in a very safe space and that it is with without a doubt going to um, unlock and transform something really beautiful inside. So I love that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for so much me. for this amazing uh, talk. Thank you. It's Thank been you. a pleasure. And until next time. If you enjoyed this conversation, like it, subscribe and share it with your friends. If you want some more amazing resources on your path of liberation, head over to liberateyourself.com and sign up for our mailing list. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram at Liberate Hollywood, all one word or Liberate Emporium, all one word. Until next time, liberate yourself.